Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 6 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. My name is Carrington Harrison. Very happy to be here. Rob Britton here as well, taking you up until 6 o'clock. Boy, do we have a fun show planned for you today. Coming up in exactly one hour, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride will join us in studio. We also today will be joined by the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, No, it is not the two-time NFL MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP, future Hall of Fame quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He is not the starting quarterback this week for the Chiefs. Blaine Gabbert will be on the show today. We'll play that conversation for you in the 4 o'clock hour. Very happy to catch up with Blaine Gabbert. Hashtag true son. Hashtag true son. Hashtag tiger blood. Very excited to be joined in the show later today by Blaine Gabbard, who is starting this week for your Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, do we have a lot to get into, but first, take it away, Rob. Pizza time on the drive, Carrington. Call number six. Dial me up right now. 913-586-7610. They win a free pizza from our friends over at Pizza Tasio. Pizza Tasio is Kansas City's best New York style pizza, and they've taken over the town. They lovingly use 100% whole milk mozzarella, all organic tomato sauce with locally grown fresh ingredients made by Casey guys who know and love pizza. So, Carrington, whether it's slices or a whole pie, be sure to order now at pizzatasio.com. That's pizza, T-A-S-C. I need you guys to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I need you listening to the drive each day at two o'clock. Number one, I need you to tell just one friend. Yesterday, I asked you to tell three. You know what? I'm back at my normal. I need you to tell just one friend, one compadre to listen to the drive each day on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. All right. A lot to get into in today's show. This is how we will kick things off. It is obvious what the number one talking point with the Kansas City Chiefs is. How are they going to handle this week? As you know, the Chiefs are locked into the three seed. Let me give you the very simple explanation of how the Chiefs are locked in to the three seed. You know that they can't win the one seed. That has already been clinched by the Baltimore Ravens. The two seed. Either Miami wins on Sunday night and they have more wins than the Kansas City Chiefs or Buffalo wins and they would have potentially the same record as Kansas City, 
but they would have the head-to-head tiebreaker against Kansas City, and therefore they would be the two-seed in the AFC playoffs. That is the most easy and simple way to explain to you why the Chiefs are in the position that they're in. The Chiefs don't have anything to play for. It is just going to be vibes out there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what Andy Reid had to say about Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, Pat won't play, um, so Blaine will take uh, over at that spot, and then um, we'll rotate the other guys in as we go. So. So that's what Andy had to say about Patrick Mahomes. Here's what he had to say about the incentives. I'll give you the numbers on the other side of this cut. But obviously, there are financial incentives for guys to play or hit certain yard markers. Here's what Andy Reid had to say about it. Yeah, it depends. You know, depends on what the milestone is. Let's say it's an eight straight 1,000-yard season. We'll see. See how that goes. So Travis Kelsey needs 16 more yards to get to 1,000. Rasheed Rice needs 62 yards to get to 1,000. Isaiah Pacheco needs 65 yards to get to 1,000. Now, how I would handle these are very different for these three players. I would let Travis Kelsey play one or two series to try to get to the 16. He has an incredible streak of 1,000-yard seasons. At this point with Travis Kelsey, we are talking about true greatness. We're talking about a guy that is headed to Canton, Ohio, that is one of the greatest players to ever play in the National Football League. If he has a 1,000-yard season, that's eight in a row if he gets there. Eight. We're talking about Marvin Harrison, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, Mike Evans just got the double digits. Like, you are in the top five all-time of people that have accomplished this. I understand on a personal level why you would want to go out there and try to get this. I understand the risk of playing football. I understand wanting to keep them healthy. But you also have to think about the bigger picture here and what a 1,000-yard season means for Travis Kelsey's legacy and his standing all-time as one of the true great pass catchers to ever play this game. I think you let him play a maximum of two series. We all know that the early plays are scripted. Hey, we're going to try to target you early. Everybody in this locker room should be fine with that because they know who you are. We're going to throw it to you three, four times on our first drive. Try to get you involved. We're going to try to get you 16, 17, 18 yards. And the moment you get that, you're coming out. Travis, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that you have 1,000 yards so you can keep that streak. We want you to be able to go into the Hall of Fame saying, I had 10 straight 1,000-yard seasons. The only person with more than me is Jerry Rice. That's what you want to say if you're Travis Kelsey. I understand being, quote, selfish in that way. Now, those other two guys, it's a little bit different. Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, I'm not letting you get the opportunity to get 65 yards rushing. Rasheed Rice, I'm not letting you get the opportunity to get 62 yards. This is what I believe good organizations do. Pay out those bonuses. Isaiah Pacheco is a seventh-round draft pick. 
Now, I haven't seen Isaiah Pacheco's contract, but I'm just going to go on the assertion that if you were a seventh round pick, you have performance bonuses the way that all of us have performance bonuses at our job if you accomplish certain things. Isaiah Pacheco this season is making less than a million dollars. I'm sure there's some incentive, hey, you hit a thousand yard marker, pay it. As an appreciation for what he is for your organization, that's what great organizations do. We're not penny-pinching with important players like Isaiah Pacheco who are criminally underpaid based on his production and importance on the team. So I don't know what his bonus could be. It can't be more than a million, a million and a half. Just pay it. This doesn't even count against the salary cap. Pay it. Give Isaiah Pacheco the money. I understand you might want that on the back of your football card. We're not worried about that. Hey, I want you to take this week off. I want you to take this $1.5 million as an early Christmas present, a late Christmas gift. Happy New Year. I want you in street clothes. I told you guys yesterday, I don't want to see Isaiah Pacheco. Don't even give him a helmet. Have Derek Blaylock, Cyrus Gray. I, you name the Chiefs running back. We're you might not even be allowed to walk into the stadium, Isaiah Pacheco. Take your money and be gone. I'm doing the same thing with Rasheed Rice. The juice ain't worth the squeeze to me on those guys to let them go out there. It'd be one thing if Rasheed Rice was nine yards away from 1,000. You got to play the full game to get to 62. If you're Isaiah Pacheco, you got to play the full game or at least three quarters or have one long run to get to 65 yards. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm going to give Kelsey the opportunity. I'm going to give you two series. Our first 15 plays, hey, we're going to target you early and often to try to get you this. Get down, get out of bounds. We're going to try to get you this 16. Those other two guys, I'm paying you out. And this is, and, and we're not doing this. We can't, you can't win the Super Bowl if something happens to those two guys. You're not winning it if something happens to Rasheed Rice or if something happens to Isaiah Pacheco. Now, I get it. You could say the same thing about Travis Kelsey, but 16 yards is two catches. Two catches, boom, you get down. Hey, everybody claps for you. They pat you on your helmet. Hey, go hang out with Travis. Go hang out with Taylor up there. Why don't you record a podcast? You and your brother, why don't you just go record a podcast today? We're good. So that's how I would handle it, Rob. How would you handle it? We heard earlier today from Andy Reid. I'll play it if you guys missed it. Here's what Andy had to say about how he wants to handle incentives down the stretch. Yeah, it depends, you know, depends on what the milestone is. <laughs> Let's say it's a, an eight straight 1,000-yard season. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. See how that light goes. So that is what Andy Reid had to say. Now, we can talk about Chris Jones because I think the Chris Jones conversation is very different than those first three individuals because you guys remember, in order for him to get a quote-unquote raise – you got to hit these incentives. You got to hit the 10-sack mark. You got to hit the 15-sack mark, which he's obviously not going to do this season. You got to be an all-pro. You got to win defensive player of the year, and the team also needs to have great success. There are two very – I would say there are three very different scenarios. Kelsey is in a very unique situation. 
I would say that Rice and Pacheco are in their scenario as well, and Chris Jones is in his own if you're talking about contract incentives and how you would handle this final regular season game. Let's talk about that on the other side, Rob. I also want to get your thoughts on how you would handle the contract incentives and how the Chiefs are going to handle their fifth pre- or their, their, their fourth preseason game, their fourth preseason game on Sunday against the Los Angeles Chargers. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Catch Nate Taylor in studio every Friday starting at 4 o'clock. And if you miss any of the conversation, listen on demand with the Odyssey app and 610sports.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kansas City, it's Isaiah Pacheco. You're listening to The Drive with Keraton Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. So we're talking about how the Chiefs are going to handle the end of the regular season. So Travis Kelsey is 16 yards away from 1,000. Rasheed Rice is 62, and Isaiah Pacheco is 65 yards away from 1,000. Now, I have not gone through those individual contracts, but I am just going to assume, like most people's contracts, there are contract incentives that are tied into performance. I got them in my contract. I imagine many of you have them in your contract as well. Hey, if you do X, then we will pay you an extra amount of money. Well, we know that Chris Jones has those incentives in his contract, and I do want to talk about those here in a bit. This is the part of the conversation that I highly disagree with with anybody that has this opinion. The top text right now on the text line, text line 913-586-7610. See, I think a week off is the worst thing that can happen to the Chiefs. Mahomes and those wide receivers still need to play. Respectfully, it's January. The problems that exist for the Chiefs offense, I assure you that 40 more passes from Patrick Mahomes are not helping. I assure you that Four more targets from MVS is not unlocking something. They have played for our entire life. The Chiefs have played an entire regular season of games. Up until, what, three years ago, 16 games was our purview. They have played 16 regular season games. 
I'm just telling you that there is nothing that can happen in that 17th game that will make me feel any different about the Chiefs, positively or negatively. The Chiefs could have went out there and beat Los Angeles by 70. They could have lost by 30. Nothing can change how I feel about them, especially if there's nothing to gain by it. It'd be one thing if the two seed was still available. There is a difference in being the two seed than being the three seed. There is a difference, obviously, if you still got a chance to be the one seed. It'd be a different conversation, Rob, if they could avoid a certain team. Hey, man, maybe it's better for the Chiefs to lose this week, or maybe it's better if they win. They can avoid. You're stuck. Now you just got to let the rest of the league play itself out, and we will find out who you are going to play next week at Arrowhead. But I am just firmly on the, it's over. Like, the Chiefs' regular season is over. Like, I know they're still going to play, and they're going to wear the uniforms, and people are going to go, and you're going to watch them. But the regular season for the Chiefs is over. This is the bye week. On Monday, I'm not going to come on here with some, oh, the Chiefs, I don't care. I don't care what they do on Sunday. The only thing I care about is health. That's the only negative that could come out of the results of the game on Sunday. If you get an injury to somebody. And it's also important to remember, as much as it feels like a preseason game, it's not a preseason game. You have 90 people on the roster in the preseason. There's only 53 people. Like Patrick Mahomes is going to suit up. He's just going to be inactive for the game. Like Isaiah Pacheco is is going to be there. He's just, they're not going to use him. So, some guy's got to play. Like, Joe Tooney is going to play in this game. Creed Humphrey's going to play in this game. Everybody can't sit the way that you can in a preseason game. So the only thing negative that can come out of this or the only talking point is not going to be how well somebody plays. It's going to be, ooh, I hope you avoid an injury. And when Andy Reid speaks to the media at Sunday at 6.30 Central, I want him to say that we can report no injuries because that is the only thing that can hurt the Chiefs heading into their wild card matchup against whomever it can be, Rob. I agree. I am big time team rest, but I do think it is of note. It is interesting to look at that historically when the Chiefs been in the playoffs either have been granted a buy or taken a buy, it has been hit with mixed results. It has not been unanimous, hey, they rested up and they did gangbusters in the playoffs. Remember in 2013, Andy Reid's first year here, Chase Daniel gets to start in San Diego. They rest all their starters the ensuing week. They lose in the wild card week to the Colts. All right, if you want to tell me, hey, that team that team was always flawed. Andy Reid's first year didn't mean anything. That's fine. 2016, they win the bye. They don't rest their starters week 17. They win the bye. They lose the Steelers at home in the playoffs. The ensuing year, they rested all their starters in Denver. That was Patrick Mahomes' first start. It was awesome. You know what happened the ensuing week? They lose at home in the playoffs to the Titans. Patrick Mahomes had to eke by the Browns after a bye in the playoffs. There have been times. They were down 24-0, albeit they won. They were down 24-0 after a bye to the Texans. So I am always going to be team rest. The NFL is too physical. It's too grueling. It's everything that you said. But I don't think it's outlandish to wonder about rest versus rust because historically in Kansas City, it has not been met with overwhelmingly positive results when the Chiefs have taken or been given a bye in the playoffs. So let's talk about Chris Jones. And so let's go through really quickly for those of you that don't remember. And I had to refresh myself. So if you don't remember, that's perfectly fine. So when Chris Jones decided to come back to the team, 
he had a $19.5 million base salary. He obviously lost a million dollars for not playing in week one. He lost $1.08 million by deciding to not play in the Lions game. So then they reached an agreement to basically give him an opportunity to get some of that money back and also the money that he missed from missing training camp. He got $1 million by playing 35% of the snaps, $1 million by playing 50% of the snaps. That was basically, we're going to give you the opportunity to make up you not being here for training camp. We're going to give you that opportunity. We're going to give you... $2 million for simply playing. It doesn't matter if you have two sacks or 50 sacks. If you were on the field for 50% of our defensive snaps at the end of the season, we will give you $2 million. I would say the Chiefs showed good faith given how the negotiation went, at least to what we know. There is a $1.25 million incentive for Chris Jones if he gets another half sack. This is how I'll simply put it. How the Chiefs handle this is going to tell me how they really feel about Chris Jones. The negotiation, it feels like it went really poorly. For him to be at the game with his agent sitting by you, we don't have to rehash the whole thing, but it feels like it went really, really poorly regarding Chris Jones. If you were the Chiefs, I would let it. What's your plan for Chris Jones next season? If the Chiefs are done with Chris Jones, And their relationship is over. Hey, we're not playing you in this game. You're too important. We're also not just going to pay you the $1.25 million. You had your chance to earn the $1.25 million. You didn't get enough sacks over the course of the other 15 games that you played. I'm sorry. Give me the breaks. You make him basically what Patrick Mahomes is going to be, inactive for this game. Hey, you are our most important defensive player. We're not playing you. We're not running the risk. I'm sorry, you were going to be a half sack short of that extra $1.25 million. I'm sorry, we'll see you in a week. Or you let Chris Jones go out there, you let him play for a half, you let him potentially earn that half sack, you let him put a little money into his pocket, he's happy, he feels like you showed him good faith, he gets the double-digit sacks, he still has a bonus for being all pro, which I think is still a realistic possibility for Chris Jones. He can get a million dollars if he's named as an all pro. Now, some of the other things, he's not going to be defensive player of the year, but if this team goes on a run, there's also incentives for it. How the Chiefs handle Chris Jones in this two And this $1.25 million for a half sack is really going to show you maybe how bad the negotiations got between the two if you give him a clear path to try to go get it. It's different on offense with Travis Kelsey. You can just target Travis Kelsey. Hey, you need 16 yards on our first series. We're going to throw it to you four times and give you the opportunity to get your 16 yards. You can't really drop a sack in that way. You just need a half sack. Hey, you know what? We're going to let you play a half of the game. Hey, we want you to just get downhill, get your sack, get your money. We're taking you out of the game. You feel good. We feel good. Everybody wins. We're going to show you a sign of good faith that going into the offseason, we still value you. We still think you're important. We still want to make this happen. Or you make him inactive and you just give him the money. You give him the one25 I would then argue if you're just in the giving mood why you didn't have that same attitude in the offseason and we could have avoided this entire conversation. But here we are. How would you handle Chris Jones? Before I answer, couldn't they do the best of both worlds, though? Couldn't they try to do both? Hey, here's a half. 
Go out there and get a half sack. You have 30 minutes of football to go do it. We're going to give you an honest chance. We're going to give you, you know, full shot. You were playing against Easton Stick and some backup offensive linemen in L.A. We're going to give you 30 minutes of football time to go get it. We're going to use you in pass rush situations. But if you don't, then we're icing you down. Isn't there a world where they can do both? Isn't there a world where they show an honest effort to get him the incentive, but then simultaneously understand we have to ice you down on the back half? I think there's a little bit of gray in this conversation. I agree, but I'm also not paying you out like you got the bonus if we let you play and you don't get it. That's the difference. You might do that with Travis Kelsey. Hey, we gave you two series. We targeted you five times. You didn't get 16 yards. I'm sorry. We're not giving you that bonus. Right? We're not, no, we're not giving you the bonus. If you're Chris Jones and we let you play two series, or we let you play a, a two quarters, you got however many snaps that would be 30 snaps, 40 snaps defensively. We let you go out there and you got it, and you didn't get your half sack. I, I'm sorry. We, we did everything we could to try to give you that opportunity. Or again, you could just give them the money. I mean, the Chiefs could just say as an organization, this is just going to be, we're just going to pay it. We're going to pay it for Chris Jones. We're going to pay it for Rasheed Rice. We're going to pay it for Isaiah Pacheco. If you are close and you are one of our valued members of the team, we're just going to pay out our incentives because that's what great organizations do. You could easily have that stance, but the situation is a little bit more volatile, we can acknowledge with Chris Jones, than it would be with some of those other players. Because, I mean, the only raise potential there was for Chris Jones were these contract incentives. Other than that, the deal was the deal. He didn't really gain anything in all the holdouts. Think about it. They gave you basically the money back that you missed from training camp, and all of these other are performance incentives. They gave you $2 million, but you lost $2 million. You lost a million dollars by not playing against the Lions, and you obviously lost money by not being in camp. At this point, you were basically in the same position you would have been in if you had just showed up the entire time. This next half sack is the only, quote, raise that you were getting this year. That's why I think it matters. I, th- I think you got to handle this very, very delicately, and how they handle this will just tell me where his standing is and how potentially good the negotiation maybe went, and, hey, we just went on different sides, or how potentially bad it got and what the course of action is going to be. Because they're going to have to really make a decision. You've got Snead, who has emerged as one of the top corners, and you've got one of the best defensive linemen. You cannot franchise tag both of them, and you are not franchise tagging one of them and then agreeing to a long-term extension with the other. That ain't how the NFL works. If I hit free agency, I'm going to the highest bidder, and I'm going to play for another team, and the highest bidder has just very rarely been Kansas City for players of this caliber. We know Chris Jones ain't going to be cheap. I would say that Snead also isn't going to be cheap. So if I hit free agency, I'm probably going to go to one of those kind of teams. I'm really intrigued by how they handle Chris Jones. I think they have to give him a chance. I think they do. If I agree with your point about how it shows the future of Chris Jones and the Chiefs on how they handle this, but let's not wash out the history or let's look at the entire history, the entire scope. Chris Jones has been one of your loyalist players and most productive players during the most productive era of Kansas City Chiefs football period. You could argue he's been the best defensive player in the most important era of Chiefs football history. End of discussion. I get that front of mine is the photo and the video of him in the suite with his two agents, the Casper's hanging out, having some popcorn, watch the Lions win. I get that's part of the history. 
but he also was pivotal in winning two Super Bowls. He was pivotal in hosting all those AFC title games. If you're going to give the benefit of the doubt to Travis and you're going to say, hey, you deserve that eighth straight 1,000-yard season, it's rarefied air, and you're a chief great, go get it, you got to do the same thing for Chris Jones. I think you have to treat them the exact same and let them go out there and have an honest chance to get their incentive. Look past the history of the Lions game video and look what he's done for the team. Understand his value to the franchise and give him the honest opportunity to go do it. Maybe you limit him a little bit. Hey, first and 10, it's clearly up running down. We're not going to let you get chop blocked, get on the, get off the field. But I think you have to give him a fair shake. Breaking news currently in the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens have made the decision that they are going to sit Lamar Jackson for Week 18, and Tyler Huntley is going to start for the Baltimore Ravens. You guys remember he was a starter the second half of the season when Lamar went down last year. Tyler Huntley started for them in the postseason game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Ravens have made their decision. The future two-time MVP Lamar Jackson is not going to play on Saturday against the Steelers, and they're going to go with the backup Tyler Huntley in his place coming up on the other side I saw something this morning that absolutely caught me by surprise I'll tell you what it is keep it right here it's the drive the drive with Carrington Harrison I'm here to tell y'all ready to risk it all for Dolly Parton brought to you by Deepa Squally Moore remember Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to The Drive with CDOT on 610 Sports Radio. I've told you guys that TikTok is becoming one of my favorite time wasters. And on there, you know, you learn things, you laugh, you get restaurant recommendations. A lot of times if I'm going out of town and I don't, you know, maybe know the local scene, TikTok is normally a good way to find out where things are happening at. So a couple of different things that came up on my TikTok journey earlier today. Number one, now I just recently found out about this. Rob, what's the deal with these Stanley Cups? Can you help at least break this down to me? Because a couple of things. Number one, we are all into something. That is incredibly stupid. Every single one of us. And I'm not, that's not nothing wrong with that. But we like to make other people feel bad. Oh, how do you watch wrestling? Bro, you were standing outside lined up for a cup. A cup. A thermos. I don't know if you have a lot of room to talk. So for those of you that don't know, 
I, I don't even know if I know. So, Rob, these Stanley Cups are basically Yetis. Like, they are competing brands for each other. Earlier today, they had a Starbucks collaboration. And every single target in the country got one of these cups. And people were lined up today to buy one of these Stanley Cups. It, am, I, am I off? Am I understanding what was happening? I believe there are also a Valentine's Day special cup. There are two types of special cup, to my knowledge. My fiance proudly has a Stanley Cup, not one of the fancy Target ones, but just a regular Stanley. And their big selling point is it keeps cold, cold forever. It keeps hot, hot forever. So if you have an ice water and you put it in your car and go on a road trip, it stays ice water. You put a hot coffee in your car and take it on a road trip, it stays hot coffee. That is the allure of the Stanley Cup. Because I'm sitting here and I'm reading it. And I am just, I'm floored. And I'm not even saying this as as judgment. I I have also camped out for things. We can talk about some of the things that I've camped out for. This story is courtesy of one of the Dallas news stations. Across the country, people are lined up as early as 3 a.m. to get their hands on a product that is blowing up online. It is a stainless steel tumbler. It is their Galentine's Day collection. They had a limit today of two per guest. Rob, people are hoarding these cups. We need all the cups. They are then, they're even checking IDs. So make sure you're not double dipping. You can't load up on seven, eight of these. So these cups, they're selling at Target for $45. If you go on eBay right now, those same cups that your sister waited in line for to go get, that you can actually get another version of that same cup, but it's not the special limited edition cup, but it has the same purpose. It keeps your hot drinks hot, your cold drinks cold. That same $45 cup is selling on eBay right now from anywhere from $160 to $200 for a thermos. You say your fiance got one of these? Caroline got one of these? Yeah. No, well, it's like a regular pale blue one. It's it's not one of the fancy wait an hour line, but she she definitely owns a Stanley Cup. Okay. Someone on the text line says, my buddy's wife just bought one for $100. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm with you. No, thank you. Have you seen – you're on TikTok. Have you seen the video of the, the car fire with the Stanley Cup? Yeah, in there? That, that's what – so somebody told me that. I was like, hey, have you seen this before? And I was like, no, I, I haven't seen this. What is it? And like, oh, you got to see this. And they sent me the video, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't really have hot liquids or cold liquids enough that would make this a thing for me. I'm not hating on you if you got a Stanley. Hey, that's great. Go out there and enjoy it. Just why do you need that one, though? Like, I get it why people are really into sneakers. I'm into sneakers. Because, Rob, you've definitely been somewhere, and you had on, I mean, a fresh pair of them kicks. For those of you that wear sneakers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You got that fresh pair on. And somebody be like, damn, you got those? You kind of feel accomplished a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, damn, you got those? Ooh, those are nice. I remember whenever the Royals had those city uniforms. With the, oh, man, that's a, like, that's a cool hat. Are other women checking women for, what's that cup you have? Oh, my goodness. You've got the limited edition Stanley Cup? I didn't know this was a thing. I really didn't. I didn't know this until two days ago. And then on TikTok, I just saw all the people that were drinking these Stanley Cups. When's the last time you waited in line for something? That's a great question. 
like overnight or just like I was in line type deal? Either one. The last time I waited in line for something was Hamilton was here. I think it was like two, three years ago, maybe. I think they're at the music hall. And I waited in line to get tickets to go see Hamilton because my mom really, really wanted to go. That was the last time I remember that I got up and waited in line. I got in physical line when uh, Avengers Endgame released in theaters. You could do it through the app, but if you were in line at AMC, they could guarantee you a physical ticket, and then they would send you a special email with a iPhone background commemorating the moment. So I, I woke up in the morning, I went to my local AMC, and I waited, and they let people in, and you could download tickets straight to your iPhone. So that's Avengers Endgame is the answer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had my wait in line. Like, when I was a kid, I mean, I, I didn't mind waiting in line. I really didn't mind waiting in line. The first iPhone that was on Verizon, I was in line for it. Because you remember when the iPhone first came out, it was only on AT&T. And then whenever it came over to Verizon, it was like, oh, my goodness, I can get an iPhone now? Had to go get it. I got, like, the first couple of them. And I was like, hold on, wait, this is a, this is a racket. It's the same phone. You're not going to keep selling me just a new camera every single time. I'm out of this madness. So I waited in line for that. I waited in line for the Xbox 360 when it came out. And sneakers. I mean, the sneakers thing now, I mean, just the, they've just killed it. I'm going to go back in my old man bag. They've, they've, they've just killed the sneaker game. Now you got to have the fastest computer and all this. It's, it's a lot going on. Were you ever a Black Friday person? I went to Black Friday one time. One time I went to Black Friday. Did you wallop someone with the TV and then get the hell out of there? I never told you the story about no. the one time I went to Black Friday. So one of my really good friends, he's really in. He was, like, really into Black Friday. This is before, like, online shopping, like, really just took over. And it was, this, you know, like, but this was one of those, like, door buster television deal kind of things or whatever. It was at Walmart. So you get all lined up, and they come around, and they hand you a map of the facility because the things are different. Like, you know, at Target, the electronics is always in this place, but they kind of move the stuff around so everybody's not in the one area. So they show us where the TVs are, and he's pointing, I want this TV, I'm going to go here, I need you to go there. So we had like a play. It was all very organized and structured until they opened the door. And I'm telling you, it was a sprint. It was a run. It was basically a game of tag. And you were running. And I, this is not an exaggeration. They had all the TVs lined up. And if you were the first person to touch the TV, it was your TV. Now, if you take your hand off the bag and somebody else did it, you were out. But if you ran, you ran and you touched the TV first and you didn't take your hand off of it, that was your TV. So I did that one time. One time I went out. I didn't go out for myself. I didn't get anything. That's my one Black Friday story. Never again. I don't have any interest. I don't have any interest in going to another Black Friday sale. Not, not at all. Not a midnight when I might go out there on a Friday at 2 p.m., but on a midnight? No, no thanks. That, that part of my life is over. That, the allure of that has never hit for me. It, I get that it's a deal, but the idea of camping out, sitting out in the cold, leaving my family Thanksgiving early to wait outside of Best Buy never moved me. I, I was never in the camping and go get stuff kind of guy like I don't know if Chiefs playoff tickets have gone on sale but you know and 
this week at some time, Jackson County residents can go down to Arrowhead, get tickets ahead of everyone else for the playoff home game. And people camp out and they get excited the whole deal. I've just never really been that type of guy. I've never been the brave the elements for a, a thing or a ticket type of person. Does that make me? No, it doesn't. I mean, you also have seen 19 Marvel movies at midnight. So that's you, fair. you definitely have a thing. That's fair. <laughs> you it, definitely you know have what? a thing. That's everybody fair. has a thing. There's nothing that's wrong fair. with that. Everybody, everybody has a thing. Another thing that came up on my TikTok algorithm, I've just been in a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, New Heights algorithm right now on TikTok. So I, this is probably old. We've never talked about this before. I didn't see this until earlier this morning. They had a debate on whether Waffle House is a diner or not. The answer is obviously yes, right? Because Jason was arguing that it's not a diner, and Travis was like, yeah, it is. I don't even understand what the argument would be that Waffle House is not a diner. It is a diner chain, but it is a diner. What makes Waffle House different than Winstead's? Like you would consider Winstead's to be a diner, right? Or like remember what Chubby's used to be back in the day when it was on Westport. What makes Waffle House any different other than there's more locations for that place? Waffle House is absolutely di- I couldn't believe Jason, who seems like a man that enjoys fine dining. And that's exactly what Waffle House is, is fine dining. I was a little bit surprised that he was arguing that. What did he say it was? I can't even think of a term that I would use to describe it other than diner. I mean, maybe maybe breakfast place, but that seems like six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. What, what did he call it if it's not a diner? I got to send you the audio. I think he was arguing that it was a restaurant because then they asked him about what is IHOP. And he's like, IHOP's a regular restaurant. Just a regular restaurant. Because I would say the IHOP is different than Waffle House in that. Waffle House is certainly a diner. It's small. Like, you've never been to a large Waffle House. Like, I don't know how they fit that many people in. Like, whenever you see those fight videos, it seems like there's way too many people. Like, we're over capacity right now. Waffle House comfortably seats 12. It's like a minivan. <laughs> it comfortably seats 12. If you got more than 12 people in Waffle House, it's crowded. It's crowded. What would you call Town Topic? Is Town Topic a diner? Town Topic's definitely a diner. Okay. Can I ask you a question? What's yeah. Denny's? A restaurant like IHOP. Really? I would say Denny's is diner too. Yeah, I would consider it, it has, a restaurant. It has the bar. That's It has a little bar that you sit in and you can get breakfast right there. You get meals all day. That's, that's how I would view diner. It's got that little bar area. Okay. No text line 913-586-7610. I, I would argue that Denny's is a restaurant too like IHOP is. I, that's what I would argue. I'm a little surprised. I'm, I'm a little surprised at your stance that you have about a good old Waffle House. Let me play for you guys. Let's get back to very serious things like the Chiefs draft. So here is pro football focus. We had this conversation yesterday, if you guys missed it, at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Marvin Harrison is going to come up so much this offseason. Stop. I understand that he's a name that – and I'm not even, like, saying this, like, in a bad way. There's other really good wide receivers in college football. There's, like, a bunch of them. And if you don't believe me, here's pro football focus. This wide receiver class is so good. It is so good. And I think people are going to look at how deep it is, and it's going to be like, oh, okay, well, you don't have to pick a guy in the first round because, you know, we can get him in the second or third round. That's a strategy that could certainly work out for teams, you know, depending on how you want to play the draft board, the game of chess that you have with certain team needs, all that kinds of stuff. But the players who you would pick in the first round are damn good as well. So it's not even like... The talent at the top of this receiver class is so good 
the, the fact that it's deep doesn't take away from the desire to pick one of these guys in the top 32 with a first round selection. So that is the caliber of class that we're talking about here, man. Rob, you and I both watch a lot of college football, and I get that all of you don't watch a lot of college football. That's perfectly fine. You don't have to move up to five in this year's draft to go get you a guy. Marvin Harrison, I think, is going to be an incredible wide receiver. Like, I'd be surprised if Marvin Harrison was not a good NFL player. I'd be very, very surprised. I mean, Keon Coleman's going to be good. The kid from Washington. How do you pronounce his last name? It's Rome Adunze. Adunze. Yeah, yeah, I never know how to pronounce the kid's name. You know what I'm talking about, though. He's their best, sorry, second best player behind Michael Penix. He's good. There's going to be three other ones. I, I was looking at our guy, Matt Miller. Matt Miller had eight wide receivers going in round one. Eight. You got the kid Mitchell from Texas. We were just talking about the other kid from Washington. It is just, this is a really, really strong wide receiver draft. That I understand why Marvin Harrison's name, hey, change your picks, go get the best. You know, you don't have to do that. You do not have to do that to help fix the Chiefs' problem. You really don't. You don't. You don't have to go on the $400 Capitol Grill date for her to like you. You don't. You, you, can, you can find a nice restaurant that's in your price range. She will have a great time. You'll have a great time. You'll have a really good meal. You'll go home. You spent about $120. After you eat, she eats. You get appetizers. You get drinks. You don't got to go to Capitol Grill. Every time I hear Marvin Harrison Jr. from a Chiefs fan, that's what I hear. I'm like, no, you're just hungry. You're hungry. I get it. You don't got to go to the most expensive restaurant in town. Just go get you a good bite to eat. The good thing about this wide receiver class is there's a lot of good bites to eat. There's a lot. Trade up from, let's say the Chiefs pick 25, trade up from 25 to 19 and go get a really productive wide receiver that is not going to cost you a future first. You got to give up a couple of assets, but you get a true game-changing player that's going to be able to play day one and help you win. That's what the Chiefs' focus should be in the draft. I actually agree with you, but let's just let's just entertain it for one second. Is it possible Chiefs fans are skittish about non-top five wide receivers because they've been sold a bill of goods on? It's a deep draft. There are guys everywhere. You can get one late round one. You can get one in round two. There's just so much talent. You don't even need to worry about it. And they've never gotten one of those guys. And that's no disrespect to Rasheed Rice who's a good NFL player, but he's not one of those kind of guys. So Chiefs fans, for your eating out analogy, have been going out and trying to get a nice meal, but they've been going to Chili's and they've been going to Applebee's and it's fine, but it's not, it's not as nice as Capital, Capital Grill or something like that or 801 Chop House. So now they're pining for that because they've been stuck with chilies and Applebee's and they don't know that there's a chasm between the two. Yeah, is, that, is their failure to draft receivers reason why they want the guy? Yeah, and but I just I guess to your point, to piggyback it is, I mean, a lot of that comes from, think about what they've built at corner. They've spent a lot of resources at corner, right? You drafted Sneed. You made a draft day trade for Traverius Ward. You drafted Trent McDuffie. You drafted Jay like. You have spent exorbitant resources in trying to find that guy. You've drafted and developed. When it comes to wide receiver, you just haven't taken a lot of swings at wide receiver. You just haven't taken a bunch of them. And to what you just said, you don't have to pick 
third to go get the guy. Justin Jefferson was not the fourth pick in the draft. Brandon Ayuk was not the fourth pick in the draft. Like, we could find receivers that you guys would love, kill for to have on this team. That were like the 23rd overall pick in the draft or a high second-round pick. Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta is probably going to be second team, maybe an all-pro as a rookie. He was available for the Chiefs. They chose Felix on UDK, but he was the 34th pick in the draft. Like, you can get a dynamic day one game-changing pass catcher. You just got to use a significant resource to do it. We now know what the criteria is. We, we, we know what that is. Now just go out there and go get you one of those guys. I understand that. I, I think the reason Chiefs fans are skittish about that is I feel like people like you and me have been selling that notion for a while, and they've never seen that guy. Because McCall Hardman, albeit didn't play a lot of football in college, the idea was, hey, you found a, a, a diamond in the rough, second round speedster, going to unlock him. You're going to find your second round guy. He never became that. Sky Moore. I remember we had the Western Michigan coach on the show, and he said Sky Moore is like Julian Edelman. I believe Bink said the same thing. Ooh, they found Julian Edelman. Sky Moore's been a bust. People were definitely selling that they dream. They were definitely selling that dream. They also were talking big about this Kadarius Tony trade. Oh, he's got first-round talent. He's explosive. He does this. He does that. He's incredible. And they got mid-production. So Chiefs fans are pining they're begging for that hey pick 23 becomes a star they want their justin jefferson and they have come to realize that for whatever reason it seems like unless the chiefs are picking top four they can't find their guy and what's going to happen on draft night as i look into the future there's going to be a run on wide receivers and because there's so many of them the chiefs are probably going to hold steady at pick like 27 and twitter is going to explode with anger just Malik Neighbors is going to go like 17, and Twitter's going to be angry. We both know this is happening. Yeah, but I would then say in the same way of last year when you probably, the Chiefs now in hindsight, you probably should have made the move to go up there. I know they can say, oh, nobody wants to trade with us. Okay, all right. You could have got Jordan Addison if you really wanted him. You could have got Zay Flowers if you really wanted him. They would be a much better team had they made that trade. Now, you could say maybe it's six and one and half a dozen. You know, if you got Zay Flowers, you wouldn't have Rasheed Rice. I get what you're trying to say there. But, yeah, you, you had a chance to go get one of those guys this offseason. You didn't go get them. Next season, I think the fan base, because of how this season has gone, they are going to demand that you go get one of those players. And I don't know if there's ever been that. You got to think, for the, for, the, for the last three years, it's been, well, wide receiver doesn't matter. We have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, it still matters if you have good wide receivers, even if you have the quarterback figured out. Coming up on the other side, for the first time in 2024, we are joined by Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. He's coming up. Keep right here. It's the drive. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 